bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up onto this program, China's central bank cut short-term borrowing costs for first time since August. And Chinese PV company the executive held by German police was assisting with investigations at Industry Association. It's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's central bank lowered a short-term lending rate for the first time in 10 months on Tuesday in a bid to restore market confidence and prop up post-pandemic recovery in the world's second-largest economy. The People's Bank of China cut its seven-day reverse repo rate by 10 basis points to 1.9% from 2% on Tuesday when it injected 2 billion yuan through the short-term bond instrument. The yuan is to 7.1646 per dollar after the rates decision, the weakest since November 29, 2022, while yields on China's benchmark 10-year government bond fell to a fresh 7.5-month low. This comes after major commercial banks lowered deposit rates yesterday following a coordinated move by state-owned banks last week. And PBOC Governor Yi Ga also mentioned strengthening counter-cyclical adjustment recently. The cut in short-term lending rates is usually seen as a signal of possible easing for longer-term rates over the next week and beyond as demand and investor sentiment weaken, adding to the case for policy stimulus to sustain growth. The next adjustment to rates could come as soon as Thursday, when the central bank is due to roll over 200 billion yuan in medium-term lending facility loans. Separately, market expects benchmark lending loan prime rate, which is used to set consumer loan and mortgage rates, could be lowered by the same margin at the monthly fixing next Tuesday. Next on Instagram Company News. One senior executive of Chinese photovoltaic enterprise was forcefully taken away in Germany by authorities on Monday. And the incident happened after PV executives flew to Germany to participate in InterSolar Europe, the world's largest solar technology exhibition, which will take place in Munich from Wednesday to Friday, media reported late Monday. The China Photovoltaic Industry Association on Tuesday issued an urgent clarification addressing the incident, saying that the person in concern was only assisting in the investigation and has now returned to their hotel, stressing only one person was involved. Chinese electric car battery giant's cattle has launched a new battery swap solution for heavy-duty trucks, which only take a few minutes to exchange a battery, less than the time needed to fully refuel a heavy-duty vehicle. Qiji Energy comprises the cloud platform that connects battery swap station operators, transporters, truck drivers and asset holders, helping logistics firms plan truck routes and better manage their vehicles and drivers, allow truck drivers to book a battery exchange with one click, and enables battery swap stations to improve efficiency, Cattle said yesterday. The service can cut the cost of operating a truck that drives around 200,000 kilometers a year by between 30,000 and 60,000 yuan each year, it added. 
Huawei Technologies has gained over half of the procurement of China's largest fifth-generation wireless base station tender this year, organized by China Mobile. The telecoms giant scored over 50% of the total of the major mobile network operators' centralized procurement program in 2023, media reported yesterday. ZTE was the second biggest winner in the bidding, followed by others including Data Mobile Communications Equipment, Ericsson and Nokia Shanghai Bell. China Baowu Steel Group, the world's largest steel maker by sales, and international mining giants Rio Tinto signed a memorandum of understanding to expand the scope of their cooperation to help decarbonize the steel value chain. The pair will promote a range of industry-leading projects to research, build and demonstrate a pilot electric melter at one of Baowu Steel Mills in China to enable low-carbon steel making. Optimize pelletization technology for Australian ores, expand the development of Baowu's hydrogen-enriched carbon cycle and oxygen furnace technology that can mitigate carbon emissions, and study opportunities for producing low-carbon iron in Western Australia, Rio Tinto announced yesterday, citing the MOU signed in Shanghai on the same day. Saudi Arabia has signed deals worth billions of dollars with China to collaborate in the development of electric vehicles and microchips. Saudi's Ministry of Investment signed a 5.6 billion US dollars deal with Chinese electric car maker Human Horizons to collaborate on the development, manufacture and sale of vehicles, according to its official media. The agreement accounts for more than half of the more than 10 billion US dollars in investment signed on the first day of an Arab-China business conference in Riyadh on Sunday in sectors spanning technology, renewable energy, agriculture, real estate, metals, tourism and healthcare, among others. Chinese online travel agency Trip.com yesterday said that global bookings on its site from June to August jumped 170% from a year ago, surpassing pre-pandemic levels. Bookings by Asian users surged 356%, mainly due to China's reopening, while bookings in Europe grew 72%. However, short-distance flights still dominated, accounting for 44% of total bookings in Asia and 67% in Europe, indicating that long-distance trips might take longer to recover. Switching gears to financial news, China has invested 7.3 billion yuan this year to support programs that provide work for people in need as a form of relief, the National Development and Reform Commission said Monday. The investment, which was jointly issued with the Ministry of Finance, accounted for more than 90% of the planned investment scale of 2023. It will be used to support more than 2,000 small and medium-sized rural infrastructure projects in more than 20 provincial-level regions in central and western China. It is estimated that more than 2 billion yuan of labor remuneration will be paid, driving more than 200,000 people in need to participate in construction projects and raise their average income by about 10,000 yuan. Pakistan paid for its first government-to-government -government import of Russian crude oil with Chinese currency, the country's petroleum minister said on Monday. 
The purchase, which is the first government-to-government -government deal made in April between Pakistan and Russia, consisted of 100,000 tons, according to Pakistan's Petroleum Minister Musadik Malik. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks closed with healthy gains on Tuesday as the benchmark Shanghai Composite rose 0.2% and the Shenzhen component climbed 0.8%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index also added 0.6% and the Tech Index jumped 2.4%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.